It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Will Levis should be the Tennessee Titans' starting quarterback going forward, and that means it's time to trade Ryan Tannehill. I'll talk about that and more on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. To a victory Monday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, we're going to talk about how Will Levis being the quarterback of the now for the Titans should give the Titans a chance to trade Ryan Tannehill. We're going to go over some teams that could be interested. Also, we're still talking about that big win by the Tennessee Titans. We're going to do some tighten up and some tighten down for the players who played well, players who maybe didn't play as well. But before we get into today's Victory Monday, I do want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Shout out to my everydayers out there tuning in Monday through Friday. Got a lot of great content coming up for you guys this week. Tomorrow, we're diving into the tape. As to what happened with Will Levis in his debut on Tic Tac Tuesday. Then it'll be What's Next Wednesday, where we look forward to the rest of the schedule, what the Titans can do, what Will Levis being the starter means for the Titans going forward. And then, of course, Crossover Thursday and Game Plan Friday to get you ready for, well, I guess the schedule will be different. It's Thursday night football against the Steelers, so make sure that you guys stay tuned in because another Titans game is coming right around the corner. Man, the season is going so fast. But with that being said, Tuesday is the trade deadline. It's the NFL's trade deadline. And with the revelation that Will Levis is not only a capable starter, but he is a better player than Ryan Tannehill. Right now, Will Levis is a better player than Ryan Tannehill. That's what we saw. Tannehill does not win that game. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. In that game, Will Levis threw three Of the top 10 longest air yard passes in the NFL. So the actual distance that the ball was traveling in the air, Levis on his three touchdown passes, or not all of the three touchdown passes, but three of his passes were the longest top, in the top 10 longest passes thrown all year at air yards. I mean, the cannon, the quick reflexes, the quick release, the ability to command the offense. Will Levis absolutely has to be the starter going forward. He's the quarterback of the future. He's the quarterback of the now. And with that, Ryan Tannehill should be traded. Now, it's not like the Titans are necessarily going to decide that. The Titans have to have somebody who wants to take on Ryan Tannehill, wants to trade for Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill may have been walking after the game fine, but at the end of the day, Tannehill is still a 35-year-old quarterback coming off a high ankle sprain. 
which is an injury that ended a season he had surgery on last year. So teams may be hesitant to take on Ryan Tannehill. But there are three teams out there that I think desperately need Ryan Tannehill, and I'm going to rank them. Number one, the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles. The Vikings won the game. The Vikings are, I believe, 4-4 four and four right now and have a great opportunity to go to the playoffs with a guy like Justin Jefferson getting closer to free agency. They need to try to win. They can't afford to tank. Even if he's hurt, they got to give him a good team to come back to. And the coaching staff and the general manager in Minnesota can't afford to lose. All right? So Minnesota making a trade with the Titans on Monday to get Ryan Tannehill makes a ton of sense. It makes a ton of sense. The other team, the New York Jets. All right, the Jets barely won in overtime against the Giants, but Zach Wilson is not going to take them to the playoffs. They can continue to try to ham and egg this thing in New York, but they're not going to. Tannehill, Todd Downing is there. Keith Carter is there. There's familiarity. He's a veteran quarterback with an expiring contract, so if Rodgers wants to come back next year, there's no, you know, anything weird there. Tannehill is a free agent. So the Jets make a ton of sense, and the team the Titans just played. Look, Taylor Heineke, I would probably just roll with Taylor Heineke rather than trading for Ryan Tannehill. I don't think there's a huge difference in them as players right now. So, but, I mean, there's the Arthur Smith connection. If Ritter's not getting it done now, Arthur Smith said after the game they didn't bench Ritter for performance reasons. They should have, but either way, that's another team that could make a little bit of sense. But at the end of the day, it's the top two teams, Minnesota and New York, and Minnesota being the number one. The Titans clearly have a good relationship with Minnesota as an organization based on the joint practices and the way that they operated. Rand Carthon is good friends with, uh, I don't know, uh, Kwesi Adobo. I don't know the how to pronounce the exact name off the top of my head right now. Um, but Minnesota's general manager and Rand Carthon are good friends, or at least acquaintances. You know, they at least have a positive relationship. That deal should get done. And then the question becomes the specifics of the deal. What would the Titans get back? How that look, works? Look, Tannehill is a $27 million salary for this season. So the team acquiring him would have to acquire $15.5 million to get Tannehill. That ain't happening. The Titans would have to eat pretty much all of that salary. Okay? Fine. I don't care about the salary. All right? The Titans already planned on paying Tannehill. So if you just keep paying Tannehill, but you get a draft pick back for him, that's fine. You're not going to be able to find somebody to take Tannehill's $15 million. So the Titans are going to have to eat some of that money to do it, and that is fine. What could you get for Ryan Tannehill? To me, at best, a third. Mid, a fourth. Worst, a fifth. It could be a third. It could be a fourth. Hell, it could even be a fifth. Let me know down below if you get the reference there, but just had me laughing thinking of that in my head. Honestly, I don't care. Get anything back. With the lack of draft capital, with the lack of need of Tannehill with Levis in here now, see a Tannehill. I appreciate everything you've done right now. Tannehill is the second best quarterback in Tennessee Titans history. Appreciate his contributions. But at the end of the day, Levis is a better player right now. There are teams that need quarterbacks. The Titans are in a position where they can eat the money, get the draft capital back. You sent away Kevin Byard. It's time to send away Ryan Tannehill if possible. It's Will Levis's time. He's not just the quarterback of the future. He's the quarterback of the now trade Tannehill. But with that being said, I don't trade Derrick Henry. I don't trade DeAndre Hopkins. The Titans are three and four. There's no need to tank. If Will Levis is this, there's no need to tank. It's time to play football. Keep Hopkins. Keep Henry. 
trade Tannehill. You get a fifth and a sixth back for Bayard. You get a third, a fourth, a fifth back for Tannehill. Now you have draft capital. You can move around in the draft and make the roster better. Along with the $100 million in salary cap space you're going to have. Woo! It's a good time to be a Tennessee Titans fan. That's all I know. That's all that I know. But with that being said, we're going to continue talking about the Titans' 28-23 to win over the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to do tighten up, tighten down, talk about the good and the bad performances individually in that game. Before we get into it, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. Let's see who Vinny Iyer has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Panthers running back Chuba Hubbard got the lead duties in Week 8 against the Texans despite Miles Sanders being available. Although Hubbard struggled to get it going in that matchup, he should find more running room back at home against the Colts. Um, The Panthers' power running should yield better results, but Hubbard can also have a bigger impact in the passing game to deliver an all-around performance as a fantasy sleeper. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive. At ebaymotors.com, eBay guaranteed fit, only available for U.S. customers. Eligible items apply. Exclusions apply as well. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We talked about how it's Will Levis's time right now, and that means it's also time to trade Ryan Tannehill for whatever you can get, even if it means you have to eat salary to do it. But now I want to dive back into the Tennessee Titans win over the Atlanta Falcons, 28-23. to Time for a little tighten up, tighten down. Let me know your tighten ups, your tighten downs down below. Also, throw a thumbs up on the video. Show's always free. I'll ask for in return. It's the press of a button. But with that being said, tighten up. We got to start with Will Levis, man. I mean, 19 for 28, 238 yards, four touchdowns. But again, like I talked about in my instant reaction, it wasn't just the numbers. It wasn't just throwing beautiful passes down the field, throwing with accuracy, throwing with touch as well, which is a criticism of Will Levis coming out. I think of that third down and short where the Titans faked the handoff to Derrick Henry, but he keeps running out into the flat. HP sprint, if you play men, you would know what the play is. But uh, HB Sprint, and uh, he just, just I mean, he could fire a pass to Derrick Henry, but is Derrick Henry going to catch it? Can he get his hands up? Blah, blah, blah. But no, he just, boop, tosses a little light touch throw. Boop, over, and Henry just corrals it like a little baby. It reminds me of the Flash movie when Flash is throwing all the babies out of the hospital. I mean, just, boop, 
boom, an easy. And it was third and one, but that's a first down. And Will Levis could easily drill that pass in, but having the confidence, having the wherewithal, and understanding the situation, just dumping that off to Henry. Oh, nice, easy catch. Move the drive along. You know what I mean? That is the stuff that I was excited to see. I knew the dude could bomb it down the field. I knew that he was huge and he could run the quarterback sneaks and blah, 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 blah. But seeing the touch, seeing the accuracy, seeing the patience, seeing Levis move in the pocket, it actually made the Titans offensive line not look that bad. It was crazy how his feet are so much quicker than Tannehill's moving around in the pocket, going through his progressions, letting it go. I mean, it's a confident player with juice, with athletic juice. All right, so again, not just the obvious plays, the little plays in between. Seeing Will Levis at the at the line of scrimmage. Can, can, Vegas, Vegas. Bubba making changes. Adjusting, canning plays. Going to the other option. Moving guys around. He had command of the offense. Did not look like a rookie quarterback. Did not. And that was, what was more impressive than anything was his command of the offense. And he looked like a pro out there. So, huge tighten up, of course, to Will Levis. Another tighten up to DeAndre Hopkins. Looked like a superstar wide receiver. Top 15, top 20, wide receiver. Now, the realities are still the realities. Hopkins is struggling against press coverage. It's He's having a hard time getting all physical press coverage at the line of scrimmage. But if he can get into his route, and he can find holes in the defense, and he can sit down, and he can use his craft and his intelligence to sell routes to defenders to get open. I mean, he got open down the field a ton, a ton in this game. So excited to watch the film take a look at what happened, the All-22 of you. I'm going to be breaking it down for you guys. The film review will be tomorrow on Tic Tac Tuesday. Also, at alltitans.com. I write for Sports Illustrated. I do full 10, 15-minute film breakdown videos on alltitans.com. Go there and check it out. Follow me on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans, as well for all my film content. It's a good week to dive into the film, and there is no better place to do it than here with me on Locked on Titans. But uh, and in my opinion... I'm the film goat here with the Tennessee Titans. Shout out to No Flags Film. He does great work. The Music City guys do a pretty good job, but I'm a bet on me. All right. With that being said, though, moving forward, Derrick Henry, 22 carries, 101 yards. Wasn't an excellent performance. Also love the little quick screen to Derrick Henry. It wasn't a quick screen. It was a play-action pass, and Henry just kind of leaked out. They had a lineman leak out with Derrick Henry as well, so it can turn into like a little bit of a baby screen. Tim Kelly, man. We're going to get there. But I just thought it was a good game from Derrick Henry. Wasn't super explosive. <laughs> Quite honestly, there are a couple times Derrick Henry got tackled by the first defender. Prime Derrick Henry doesn't get tackled. There is one play where Derrick Henry goes up the middle and gets taken down by uh, a shoestring tackle. And if that's Derrick Henry a couple of years ago, it's a house call. It's a touchdown for about 60, 70 yards. But, hey, still a good performance from Derrick Henry. Took what was there from the defense. Did a really good job. Didn't have negative plays. Uh, also, Tajay Spears didn't get the ball a ton. But three carries, 27 yards, nine yards per carry. Three catches, nine yards. Had that one screen where he's caught dead to rights and made it happen. Tajay Spears is a damn good player, all right? The offensive line, 149 rushing yards total, two sacks allowed. I thought the it wasn't perfect, and this offensive line isn't good. And uh, Hubbard went out, and NPF had to move over to the right, and Dillard came in, and there were some penalties and bad snaps. But overall, good performance from the Titans' offensive line against a really stout and smart front of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Tim Kelly, 28 points. The most points the Titans have scored since 2021. 28 points. They did it. They got through the 27-point ceiling. 
When, again, like I said, my instant reaction, it was not a clean game for the Titans. In this game, with all the mistakes that they made and the penalties and the bad snaps and uh, the fumble and all of that stuff, they would not have won this game normally. But Will Levis won the game. I mean, that that's what it comes down to. But Tim Kelly, with all of that, still creating explosive plays, 28 points, setting Will Levis up in good situations, using the mobility, hitting play action, giving him an oppor- a plan that can be executed. It was Mike Vrabel's decision to rotate the quarterbacks. We're not blaming Tim Kelly for that. Well, I know that Tim Kelly would not have wanted to do that if he was in charge. That is a galaxy brain, Mike Vrabel, reinvent the wheel. I'm smarter than everybody else. We're not just playing the nonsense. All right, we'll get to Mike Frabel when we get the Titan down. But tighten up for Tim Kelly. On defense, the D-line. When the Titans win, it's always the D-line played well because that's the lifeblood of the team. Jeffrey Simmons, two sacks, a forced fumble, six tackles. Danico Autry, one sack. I thought he should have had one and a half or two. Two passes defended. Those were huge. Autry knocking down the ball at the line of scrimmage. Huge plays. Those are huge. All right? Arden Key getting in there. Harold Landry. I know he got called for the one penalty, but if not for that, he would have had three sacks. Harold Landry getting more comfortable coming back from the ACL, and that should be expected. He's been playing poorly, but we should expect that coming back from the ACL. So Landry started to look good. Five tackles out there today. Set the edge in the run. And speaking about setting the edge in the run game, Travis Gibson. Travis Gibson did a really good job setting the edge on some of those outside zone runs. Really good job. Really impressed by Travis Gibson. Hope hope he continues to get more and more snaps. And then finally, well, not finally, uh, Fulton and Sean Murphy bunting both had good games. The Falcons were doing their damage over the middle of the field against the linebackers and Eric Garrower. All right. The outside corners, Christian Fulton, Sean Murphy bunting, didn't hear from them the whole entire game. They played well on the outsides. And that was something I was worried about coming into is the one-on-one matchups. Titans seemed to play a lot of zone. And the outside corners did a really good job. Finally, though, that's our punter, Ryan Stonehouse. The best punter in the NFL. Eight punts, 420 punt yards. A 72-yard punt. Average 52 and a half yards per punt. Had six punts inside the 20-yard line. There were a couple of punts that were touchbacks that I thought Stonehouse could have done a better job on, and I'm sure Mike Vrabel will point that out, but what a weapon to flip the field. I mean, how many times did the Titans flip the field, get the Falcons pinned back deep, and then turn that into points? Got the turnover pinned back deep to turn in the points? I mean, incredible job. Incredible job by Ryan Stonehouse. I mean... Nothing more you could say. Best punter in the NFL. But with that being said, let me know if I missed any Titan ups. It's time to get into the Titan downs where we talk about Mike Vrabel really did it. And I'm not going to lie. I've been a Mike Vrabel supporter, but I'm losing a little bit of faith in the man from what we saw out there today. I mean, insanity. Insanity. So let's talk about that in a second. Before we do, though, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by DoorDash. If you're in Nashville right now, you want to celebrate the win, it's a perfect time to DoorDash some Acme Feed and Seed, my favorite restaurant there in Nashville. And the, the times that I've been there, I've very much enjoyed Acme Feed and Seed. Great brunch, a nice pulled pork hash that's absolutely delicious. I mean, 
Uh, they have a ton of great options for you as well. So you don't got to follow what I do. There's going to be something for everybody. Hop on DoorDash right now. If you don't have it, make sure that you download the app. Use the code LOCKED23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D 23. You're going to get 50% off up to $10 in value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. Subject to change. Terms do apply. But again, download the DoorDash app. Enter the code LOCKED23. 23, you're going to get 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the app and spend $15 or more. Again, subject to change, terms apply. Make sure that you get it delivered from DoorDash. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Titans fans, let's cap off this Victory Monday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about Tannehill, Levis, trading Tannehill and why that makes sense. Also talked about the Titan ups, Will Levis balling the defensive line, doing their thing. But now I got to get into the Titan downs because there were definitely some Titan downs in this game. All right. Before I get into them, thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day. Throw a thumbs up on the video. Shout out to my everydayers. Tighten up, baby. All right, look, Mike Vrabel, what are we doing? What are we doing? Okay, it was fun. Yeah, we're going to rotate the quarterbacks. We're going to play both of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Atlanta's got to focus on both of them. Atlanta's got a game plan for both of them. What are we doing? You put Levis out there, he runs three plays, gets a first down, and you take him off the field, and it turns it to, look, Aaron Brewer, not a great snap. Malik Willis could have caught the ball. Malik Willis could have jumped on the ball afterwards. Mike Vrabel said that that ball needed to be recovered, and it wasn't. But you know who was really to blame? Mike Vrabel. What are you doing? You won. Don't rotate quarterbacks. You too don't rotate quarterbacks on the same series. And look, all the Titans players were mad after the game at the fans. Don't boo Malik Willis. Derrick Henry said, why we booing? Uh, he said that both quarterbacks were going to play. Oh, you should have anticipated that. Will isn't done. Hopkins, yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't think they'd be like that when I signed here. 
We're booing Mike Vrabel being a moron. Why are you taking out Will Levis and putting in Malik Willis? What are you doing? So it may have been Malik Willis that was getting booed, but people were booing the decision. Mike Vrabel, Henry goes, Mike Vrabel said they both were going to play. How do you, I don't care if he said it or not. It doesn't make it okay. It doesn't mean that because Vrabel told me he's going to do something stupid, then I'm not going to be mad that it's being done. Just because you tell me you're about to do a stupid thing doesn't mean I'm not going to be mad when you do it. What in the world? Yes, every time he takes Will Levis off the field and puts on Malik Willis, everyone should boo as loud as possible. I don't care. I don't care that it may hurt Malik Willis's feelings. Mike Vrabel has to know his customers are pissed, and this is stupid. Moronic. I think Mike Vrabel is a very good football coach, but his blind spots will be his undoing. What are you doing trying to reinvent the wheel and play multiple quarterbacks? Will Levis look great. And Mike Vrabel said, yeah, I went away from the quarterback rotation after the fumble. You should have went away from it the moment that you thought about it. What are we talking about here? Are you an NFL football coach and you're that dense to think that that would be a good idea? Man, what are we doing here? I mean, amateur stuff, really. Amateur stuff. And to hear Mike Rabel called out by the broadcast when it was not a good broadcast crew, it's embarrassing, man. Embarrassing. What are you doing? Uh, Tighten down for Tannehill. It's over. It's over for him. But we've talked about that. Uh, tighten down for Chig and Burks. The second-year playmakers are not making any plays. Chig dropped the one pass that was wide open. The Titans should have scored over 30. That was going to be more points. That was If the Titans go up 21-3 to there, the game is over. It is over. Chig dropped the ball, hasn't made plays. Burks is a ghost. I don't think that he should have caught the one that was incomplete down the sideline on the left-hand side. I think Levis put it a little too far outside, but Burks just doesn't show up. It's just not there. He's not a number one. He's not a first-round receiver. I think he could maybe be Corey Davis at best. So, it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. Tighten down for Burks. Tighten down for Chig. Tighten down for Andre Dillard. He's not good. Um... Needs to be a backup. Hubbard got hurt. He had to come in. It is what it is. I'd rather have Dillard in there than maybe some other options, though, like if they were trying to play Jalen Duncan right now. So that's the thing. You get Dillard. Even if he's not good, he goes to a swing tackle. It could be worse. They still operated. They still made it work. Um, Eric Garor. I'm a big Eric Garor fan. I thought he had a really good preseason, but he got attacked over and over and over again over the middle of the field. Um, He didn't do a bad job in punt return, but didn't do a good job either. He's not an answer by any means at punt returner. Um, so let's let's hope that Roger McCreary comes back next week. Let's hope that the Titans sat McCreary out, hoping that he could play on Thursday night against Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, ooh. Aaron Brewer, multiple questionable snaps. Multiple. And number 90 up front, Daniel Onyemata destroyed the interior of the Titans for points during the game. So, tighten down there for Aaron Brewer and the snaps. Trey Avery, 
Gets the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on punt return. What are we doing, man? Again, so many mistakes by the Titans. Penalties on NPF and Dillard. Drop passes. Stupid decisions by Mike Vrabel. I mean, so much went wrong in this game for the Titans, but yet they still found a way to win and do it scoring 28 points. Unbelievable. Unbelievable stuff. But let me know if I missed any Titan ups or Titan downs. Let me know down below in the comments. Tomorrow, we're going to dive into the film also. Could see some trades on Monday. I'll be here to talk about them on Monday night on YouTube for my commuters and my podcast folks on Tuesday morning. But uh, Titans win 28-23. One of the most exciting games we've seen in a long, long time. That is going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.